Hey friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the Most High, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. Hey friend, and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be diving back into John and you'll have to forgive me. I'm kind of skipping around. I set out to do this Lent podcast series and kind of read a lot from the book of John and also just kind of share some different, you know, topics, but yeah, I'm not going to be, I guess I'm not going, you know, line by line, like I think I originally thought I would be doing, Um, but I'm kind of jumping around because I'm kind of ahead in my reading and not ahead in my reading on the podcast. (laughs) So anyways, I think that regardless, God's going to meet us right where we're at. He's going to meet us in the scriptures today. He's going to encourage us through his word and we're just going to, you know, allow him to speak. So we are going to be diving into John chapter 10, and this one is titled, Jesus is the Good Shepherd. So let's dive into John chapter 10, verse 1. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. 
I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must also bring them. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life, only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord, and I have authority to lay it down. Excuse me. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it back up again. This command I received from my Father. The Jews who heard these words were divided again. Many of them said, He is demon-possessed and raving mad. Why listen to him? But others said, These are not the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? So we are going to stop there. So we read John chapter 10, verse 1 through 21. Um, And, you know, I just kind of wanted to go back through and highlight a few things. Um, First off, you know, Jesus is addressing the Pharisees, which the Pharisees were like very devout and religious, um, but they, they, you know, they didn't believe that Jesus was the son of God. Like they were more into, you know, following these rules and creating these rules and kind of being hypocrites. Um, And even though, you know, the prophets talked about Jesus coming, they were not willing to accept Jesus. Okay. And I just wanted to point out a couple more things. So where Jesus, you know, in verse 10, we've all heard this verse, the thief comes only to steal, steal, kill, and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it to the full. Um, The commentary on here says, in contrast to the thief who takes life, Jesus gives life. The life he gives right now is abundantly richer and fuller. It is eternal, yet it begins immediately. Life in Christ is lived on a higher plane because of his overflowing forgiveness, love, and guidance. Have you taken Christ's offer of life? So that's what my commentary says on that. And, um, you know, we can, we can see this, like for me, when you think about like the way that the enemy, you know, has used alcohol to steal from us, steal our time away, steal um, relationships or destroy relationships or destroy our, you know, uh, purpose. There's so many ways that the enemy is using alcohol in that way. And so I know that we can see that, um, But Jesus is saying that he has come to give us life so we can have it to the full. Um, And then the next part I wanted to look at was where it says on verse 16, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must also bring them. Um, Just in case you were not aware of what he's talking about here is this was, you know, um, referring to non-Jews. So for me, that would be me, (laughs) Um, a Gentile, um, someone who, yeah, is not a Jew. Um, 
And then the last part um, I wanted to touch on was where it's talking about like the hired hand, you know, will abandon the sheep and run away. He's talking about false teachers and false prophets here. Um, It says in the commentary on my Bible, a hired hand tends the sheep for money while the shepherd does it for love. The shepherd owns the sheep and is committed to them. Jesus is not merely doing a job. He is committed to loving us and even laying down his life for us. Okay, and I thought that was my last point, but I thought it was so, it's so interesting to me how in verse 19 and 21, like they're saying, they're saying he is demon possessed and raving mad. Why listen to him? Um, And the fact that they actually include that in the Bible Like they include everything. Like the fact that people are like, okay, Jesus is saying to eat my flesh and drink my blood. Like what? Um, They're saying, you know, that they, the Pharisees and the people are thinking that that Jesus is demon possessed. Um, The fact that they actually include that shows me that they're not trying to like, that, you know, John is sharing like just the straight up story. He's not like trying to persuade you. Um, he's giving you all the facts and it's like up to us if we want to believe that Jesus was like demon possessed or if he was just a prophet or if he truly was who he said he was, which, you know, the fact that he says he's going to lay his life down and take it back up again before it actually happened, um, shows, you know, also the validity of his testimony, you know, Um, there's so many scriptures, you know, in the old Testament talking about, you know, the Messiah coming from Bethlehem, which is where Jesus was born. Um, the Messiah, you know, coming from a virgin birth, which we know, you know, happened with Mary, um, all these prophecies, um, about Jesus and then Jesus continuing to prophesy about himself while he's alive, you know, like saying that if you if you tear down this temple I will raise it back up again in 3 days like he's talking about himself and um and again you know he's saying he had the authority I'm sorry in verse 18 it says you know I have authority to lay my life down and authority to take it back up again this command I received from my father um it's just again you know like we know that that ended up happening and there's multiple records of it so I'm going to stop there. This is going to be a short episode today. Um, I hope that you are, you know, reading your Bible every day and getting into the word and getting into prayer because this is really um, just how God is going to guide us and set us free and um, yeah, allow his spirit to work through us. So definitely encourage you if you're not already making that a practice to definitely make it a priority in your life because it is so important and so vital to your, your spiritual health and your, um, and your spiritual walk and your purpose. So want to encourage you with that and want to encourage you also to join us over on the Facebook group and let's keep the conversation going, going over there. And I'll talk to you soon. Have a great one.